All right, so are we gonna go with fucking tap party? Uh, yeah. Welcome to the tap party, dude. Let's pray out. It's the fucking tap party. Welcome back to the tap party. I am your co-host, Bro Cephas. Why don't you go ahead and crack open a coal boy, smoke them if you got them, and kick back. Go ahead and let us uh, serenade you with some of that smooth-ass new-new. On tonight's show, we have a new member joining us, and uh, that's going to be our boy Chris. Chris, why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself, baby? How you doing, everybody? Uh, my name is Chris Evans. I've been tattooing for about five years, but nobody wants to hear about that shit anyway. Nope. Um, I just moved to Asheville from Denver. That's where I started doing tattoos at. I used to be in a, a rock and roll band for a while. That's how I got into tattooing. And I met Randy about, I'd say, six years ago. And he's been fucking me up with knowledge ever since then. So I'm here to uh, basically run the audio and say dumb shit. Hell yeah. So yeah, um anyway, how about how about Randy? I'm Let's still have Randy talk a little bit about some shit. I'm Randy fucking Randerson. I'm still still in Oklahoma City, still making machines, still tattooing, still smoking cigarettes. That's I mean, not not a lot has changed in two and a half weeks, really. So it's just like <laughs> same same for me. Same, same. Alright, you didn't have another kid or something? Yeah, dude, I'm working on having fucking after at post marital sex, dude, for a while, dude. I'm gonna see what happens. <laughs> Rand, Randy's gonna be the first person that opens a shop that's just all of his kids. Dude, I don't know, dude. My kids fucking don't listen really well. They're they're not super great listeners. Then they're they're tattooers then. Yeah, but yeah, they might make the greatest. Yeah, maybe, maybe, dude. I wonder what. Yeah, I wonder what tattooing is gonna be like when it comes to that. Anyway, at that point, because I hear people say that. I hope my kid's a tattooer, and I was like, that's kind of fucking, that's tight, but that's kind of fucked up a little bit. Also, you know, if you hope yeah, that like, for I them. Hope, I hope my kid grows up to be a fucking used car salesman. Like, what the fuck do you mean you want to be a tattooer? By then, it's going to be all fucking saturated as fuck. Unless, like, some tight shit happens and tattooing fucking becomes illegal again for a little while. That'll weed out all the yuppie tattoo dudes. And fucking, you know, the salt of the earth will get a chance to fucking, you know, commence... And create a fucking force, and just take it. Well, back I think there's cool again. There's got to be like somebody was telling me that there's like thirty, thirty two hundred shops in in Orange County or Los Angeles or some shit like registered shops. And I was like, man, that's too many fucking. Like that's fucking too many shops. Like where the fuck are all these fucking shops at? And I know like uh, Vegas and Phoenix have a fucking shit ton. I'm sure fucking Denver when they legalize weed automatically yeah denver had had about 360 when i was there god damn god damn dude and they're all like holy fucking, fuck. are they, all bong, they all a bunch of bong shops now tattoos piercings and bongs oh they yeah there's lots of there's lots of tat piercing and bong shops actually i believe it. and what's up because yeah. when i went there we were on, it was on colfax and shit is that is colfax yeah. like the wildest ass street in that whole fucking city or something. Dude, it's it's fucking wild there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's the longest and wickedest road, man. Dude, that shit was it's, tight. I almost got. All, uh, 
that's where all the hookers and pimps used to hang out but now it's uh it's definitely calmed down oh that's where we ate dirt muffins dude it was like all organic but it's smooth tastes like turnips yeah, mixed with fucking yeah it was supposed to be a brownie an organic brownie but it tastes like fucking <laughs> goddamn dirt with fucking turnips in it and i was like this is the most awful thing i've ever ate out of a pan like why the fuck is this a thing it's gluten free, bro. They're trying to fucking yeah, be dude. conscious of your of your tum tum. Yeah. You know what I mean, dude. It's, Start eating free range brownies, man. It start. It tasted like fucking dirt, is what. It, like I say, it could have been, because I mean, you could eat dirt technically, yeah, right? Like, it ain't gonna hurt I, you or I, nothing. I, yeah. You need to wash it down. You're like, yo, you guys got like some milk. This shit stuck in my throat, and then some dude tries to fight you because he's like, you know <laughs> that they fucking rape cattle and fucking force them to give birth. <laughs> Just so you can have a glass of milk, and you're like, I'm fully fucking aware of that, but you didn't hear the first part, bro. My fucking throat, my throat is kind of, it's kind of scratchy right now. Like, I kind of got some of your dirt brownie stuck in my, I'm, in my I'm throat. I'm mildly discomforted right now. Yeah, so, so if we let's could go just, rape something. If, if we could get some raped-ass cows in here so I could just smooth wash this down, I'd be real stoked with that, you know? <laughs> Dude, one time when I was a kid, I tried... I tried to dip a cookie in fucking, like, water because there wasn't milk, you know? And I was like, it's like the same thing, dude, because the flavor in the Oreo is the flavor of the Oreo, not the milk, right? So I dipped right. it in water, dude. It was garbage. Worst thing I ever ate. <laughs> you should have dipped it in orange juice or, like, some Tampico. Mm. Remember Tampico? I've done that shit. Busted? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like a dollar for seven gallons of it. And then... <laughs> yeah, but, like, a, a quarter of the bottle makes, like, a pretty sweet, like, gallon of juice. So you basically, it's like concentrate fucking sugar. You could bust that thing into like a fucking steady conveyor belt full of fucking juice without having to fucking give yourself diabetes on the first sip. I don't know, dude. I just drank it straight. The same with the Donald Duck orange juice. I remember trying to be a kid, trying to like get it out and, you know, or whatever. And I thought it was the best kind. And then as an adult, somebody told me, they're like, hey, you should get some Donald Duck orange juice. I was like, what am I, a piece of shit? I'm not going to fucking get Donald Duck orange juice. Like they have... (laughs) You know, and then the pulp orange juice. So I, we were eating one day in, we were in Dallas. And so I was like, do you have orange juice with pulp? And the person was like, yeah, for sure. And I was like, who the fuck wants to chew your orange juice? Like, why the, how is that? Like, I don't, what do you mean? Like, why, why would you ask for more shit? Like, it's just, you just add, all you're doing is taking something tight and then adding like whatever the fuck it is into it. And it's, it's not better at all. It's that's worse. how I feel about yeah. That's how I feel about smoothies. When I see people walking around all fucking prestigious with their noses in the air, sipping on a fucking smoothie, like that's a lazy man's drink right there, dude. Like you have some fucking robot chew it up for you first. You sit there and fucking drink a pre-chewed. Nah, fuck that, dude. I'm only from now on. I'm only gonna eat steaks, dude. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna get my water from from steak. I don't have time for smoothies. I don't have time for any of that bullshit. Like I, yeah, I don't have. You don't I, even have time for this podcast. I I yeah. made time for this, but I think, yeah, I someone's yeah. I I know there's the whole whole places for smoothies, but what I don't understand is the people that go in are all dressed up in workout clothes, but none of them are working out. That's just what they wear now. It's just well, all workout the, clothes. Cause, that's the California jumpsuit, bro. Dressing in all them fucking tight <laughs> yoga pants and fucking goddamn fucking like them tube top things. You're like, bro, you don't you're, you're not sweating. Your makeup is fucking fresh as fuck. 
You ain't going to no gym. You're going to sit there on that little bicycle and pretend like you're trying to get a swole on, but you ain't going to do nothing. You're going to sit there, check the gram, take a selfie, have a fucking another little smoothie, and you're going to bounce and dip out. Like, put some fucking clothes on. Or like when you see a dude walking out of the fucking thrift store, or thrift store, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. The, the <laughs> I, I know exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. The liquor store. But no, you see them fucking dudes walking out of the liquor store with like arms full of just like candy and snacks and shit because they're a giant fucking baby. And they walk out and they got like some Mike and Ike's fucking goddamn pajama bottoms on or some like them floppy where the fucking bottom of the pants is dragging under their shoes. It's all ripped up and tattered. Like, <laughs> motherfucker, have some goddamn dignity. At least put some fucking chinos on, some slacks going out and getting yourself some fucking snacks and shit. Goddamn. I don't know. I'll I'll wear crazy. I'll wear basketball shorts like a motherfucker though. I will for sure. And then my wife tried to get me to wear my wife tried to get me to wear board shorts to the pool. And I was like, why? I'm not on a board of any kind. I'm not wearing sport board shorts to the pool. You know, like I'm going to be yeah. sitting there. I'm fat. I'm not doing none of that shit. And she's like, no, well, like you look. Yeah. But she's like, you know, you look like a fucking hood rat if you go over and fucking basketball shorts because you're not playing basketball either. And I was like, fucking good yeah. point. Good point. Yeah, you know who you, <laughs> so, you, know, you know who you married, though. You know who you fucking married. You know what I mean? She's like, when's the last time you played basketball? I was like, never. Like when I was a child. When it was... Yeah. Nah, basketball shorts are strip club bottoms, dude. Like, that's just... That's strip club attire. Basketball shorts. I don't know, dude. I think... I mean, if you're playing basketball, how do do NBA quality... Do they have pockets? That's what I want to know. Do they have any pockets? Or you do a dunk and you, your phone falls out and the screen just shatters and you get fired from your whole fucking job? <laughs> yeah, like, what are you going to go out on the court with? Like, oh, I brought a fucking granola bar in case my tummy rumbled and I needed a little snack. <laughs> I brought a, I brought a, yeah, I brought a smoothie. I got a little, I put it in. <laughs> yeah, my fucking blood sugar's low, so I brought a tiger milk out here in case yeah, I needed you know, to, to re up on some quick nutrition. <laughs> well, fuck. What about last night, dude? Last night was pretty tight. We had a little live video right on your fucking Instagram page. That seemed to have a little, a yeah, little, uh, where little we, yeah, we. We pretty much we pretty much just FaceTimed each other and talk about bullshit and ignored a bunch of people trying to talk to us about Yeah, that's what that's what Seth <laughs> said. He was like, You guys are still fucking talking, dude. It's like we're watching you FaceTime each other. I was like, Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, well there's nothing else. Yeah, there's nothing else. Because I see people doing it where they're like drawing and stuff and I was like, Bro, I fucking I already know what that looks like. Like I wanna see something fucking yeah, crazy. I wanna, I wanna see you know? I wanna see your face talking about shit that's not tattoo related, preferably, please. You know? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I talk about tats a lot. So, but yeah, so we were talking about that I went and got a dryer. So I moved this house, and I was like, man, I need to get a dryer. So I go to the dryer, or I go to I go to Lowe's or whatever, and uh, I'm like, yeah, uh, I'm looking for a dryer. They're like, well, this one has Bluetooth capabilities. This one has like a touch screen. This one has. I was like, no, I need a fucking dryer. Like, I don't need this. I don't need anything with like why? What could that possibly ever add to my life to have my fucking <laughs> dryer? On my network, that's never that's never gonna help me. Like I don't even wash clothes, to be honest with you. I don't even sucking, wash them, so it don't fucking just bother me at up all. The Wi-Fi, sucking up yeah, the Wi-Fi like what the what, what the fuck is even you know, the my point? My dryer's using all my bandwidth. Yeah, exactly. dude. Like, why is your shit over? It's my fucking dryer, dude. Just fucking constantly scrolling YouTube. Yeah, you're calling so anyway, yeah. Sorry, I'm out of data on my phone this month because my washer fucking downloaded fucking Real Housewives. <laughs> Yeah, dude, Florabama Shore, dog. Florabama Shore. All about that. Yeah, so anyway, I said, hey, man, yeah, I'm looking for a normal. Like, oh, well, they're over there. Like, the chick instantly doesn't give a fuck about what I'm looking for. 
and I have to go to like the dusty ass aisle in the back with these two fucking shitty whirlpool ones. And I was like, cool, dude, <laughs> let's get that one right there. And she's like, are you sure? And then they, she's like, well, this one's a front load washer and a front load dryer. And I was like, how the fuck is a front load even remotely better? Like just based on the, <laughs> how water works, how is yeah. a front load? Well, how did that ever be? I mean, I understand reaching to the top, like sometimes gets a little hard cause I'm a short person and I understand mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But, I like, mean, that, that's the only reason why. You're not, you're not like eight feet tall, like phony over there or, or me. Yeah. But if right. you, but I mean, if you went to the store to get a two liter of Pepsi and the cap was on the side of the whole bottle, you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> that doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> hey, that's Who a good thought of this strategy, shit? bro. Nah, dude, they need to start putting the cap on the side of Red Bulls, dog. So you can just fucking shotgun them some bitches, you know? Oh, dude. So you fucking... can just fucking smash it. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> she just had to get her numbers up, man. You know, you know, that's what I did before I tattooed. Also, I was a Lowe's appliance salesman. Oh, fuck. Really? Were you really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why the why so, the fuck is she trying to sell? Why is why is she trying she to got, sell she me? She got to have her numbers up or else she's fucking she gets like beat. They take you in the back and they just fucking flog you all night. Well, I got a Dude, question fucking... for you then, Chris. I got a question for you, Chris. Cause I got an answer for you. I'm sure you fucking do, baby. But me and Randy were talking about it last night, and I, I asked him this question. So I'm going to ask you the same question, and I want your honest opinion. So say, you know how they got these refrigerators now? They got the whole front of them is a touchscreen. You could like, see what's in your refrigerator before you fucking, your lazy ass has to open it and let the chilly air out. Yeah, yeah. Say, say like, what are we in, 2018? Say 2030 comes around, right? And and they hit you with a fucking sponsored ad on Instagram, and they're like, yo, keep this new refrigerator we call it the fucking the power man deluxe or some weird shit you know and the whole front of it is a screen like not even just a little touch screen from top to bottom side to side the entire fucking front is a giant screen that constantly for 24 hours a day non-stop just plays fucking pornhub videos non-fucking stop dude all it is is just pov gangbang bukkake fucking ass to mouth 24 fucking hours a day it never stops as a salesman who who's sold appliances and watched the trends go, how well do you think that would have been, you know, received by the public? Honestly, do you think any of them would have sold or do you think you could have at least sold one? I could have sold one. You think so? I sold appliances to a few people where it's like that dude definitely has some baby skins in his basement. So, yeah. But my point, my point I'm trying to make is it's 24 seven. There's not an off and on option. You can't scroll to YouTube to like take a break from beating your dick when you're trying to get a turkey sandwich made. Like I feel that would be a major drawback with it though. That's the only problem like cuz obviously a bunch of dudes are going to buy it. Yeah, I mean a bunch of dudes are going to buy it, but basically what what you're going to have to do then is just have a refrigerator room in your house. Right. But that's what I feel like the drawback's going to be cuz it's going to be a bunch of dudes buying it and all of a sudden you're going to see in the news like the male population has dropped you know, 50% due to mass starvation. Mass starvation. Like, what the fuck? Mass starvation? It's like, yeah, every male in the world so far, at least 50% have bought this Pornhub refrigerator. And they're all starving to death and dying because they're trying to get into the refrigerator to get some food out. But before they get a chance, they're scrolling through 96 pages of Pornhub trying to find the right one to get a nut to. You know what I mean? So they're just going to sit there all fucking day. Just straight <laughs> fucking, just straight beating their dick like it owes them 1500 bucks. And fucking never get around to making a sandwich. Because by the time they're done, they're going to be all like, you ever tried to fucking keep going after you finish a fucking Pornhub video and you already got your nut on? You're like, no, turn that off immediately. That's somebody's daughter. I can't fucking watch this anymore. You know what I mean? Like, and then you go take a fucking power nap. So all they're going to be doing is sleeping, beating their dick. They're going to get dehydrated because all their fluids are going to be all over the kitchen fucking floor. 
You know what I mean? Like, what? <laughs> I feel like that's going to be a huge problem for, fuck, for all of mankind, really, bro. I don't know. Maybe well, I don't think uh, isn't a good idea. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I don't, I don't, because I've seen, I've seen like backpacks and shoes and shit online where it's like Pornhub backpacks and shoes and shit, you know, but I don't know if you could fuck, fucking. Really? I, yeah, for real. Like you're Dude, talking I've about. I've never seen that. No, you're trying, you're talking about trying to have like a fucking 24 hour feed of Pornhub, which I don't think realistic because I think other people would watch stupid bullshit on it, but I think. Um, I think if you had the ability to watch porn on your TV, dude, like I feel like, or on your fridge, if you had it on your on your fridge, there would be, you know, there'd be like a good amount of people to do it. But like, it's not convenient to fucking to beat your shit trying to make an egg, dude. Like, it's just not, you know. So right, but then again, like I I find it kind of unrealistic that people are walking around with Pornhub shoes and backpacks, like just out in downtown, being like. Yo, check it out. I'm, like, hella fucking lonely, and I just beat the shit out of my dick, and I fucking feel real regretful, like, a lot of the time. I think it's I think it's more edgy than lonely. Hey, I'm so edgy, I'm gonna go out here, and people are gonna be like, why are you wearing this Pornhub yeah, backpack? Guess. But, like, what do you so even put in a fucking, fucking Pornhub wear. backpack? You know you ain't putting, like, fucking Bibles and fucking, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're filling that thing <laughs> you just... with fucking KY jelly and fucking limp <laughs> fucking rubber dicks. No, <laughs> you know dude, just mean? like... like you know those buy by pound candies, dude? It just fills the whole thing up with jelly beans, bro, and that's all that's in it. God damn, but then all of a sudden you're going to get a free profile on fucking Megan's Law. You get pulled over with a Pornhub backpack full of goddamn candy. You know what I mean? Looking like the scummiest dude in town. Like, oh, there's that fucking pedophile backpack guy with the candy. You know what I mean? Like, no thanks. I'm cool off that, honestly. I just, I don't think, you know, I don't know. I mean, I guess, what if you made pornos, dude, and that was just your life, you know? Like, you just, they gave yeah, you mean, a free... Yeah, I feel like members of the community, because, like, imagine what kind of person you have to be, because if you watch those videos and you're, like, fucking scroll down, you know, there's, like, comments and shit on those things, dude. Like, like people are, like, into it. Like, they have a profile, and they're like, yo, I loved you in fucking ass to mouth 500, you know what I mean? Like, that scene, 30 minutes in, fucking excellent performance. I fucking totally, you know, great fucking show. Like, how, who the fuck, like, does that? Like, who, who does that shit? <laughs> What's even worse is the share to Facebook of it. Oh, right? Yeah, like, dude, I've seen that. Like, I want my whole family to know that I beat my option. dick in fucking some ebony porn or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, that, I feel like that's some dickhead like one of us that works at Pornhub that's like, you know what would be real tight if right by the fucking play button we put share to Facebook and, like, didn't have them double check it? You know what I mean? Like, it just automatically all these crazy, like, tranny boy fucking... Whatever you want to call them, fucking porn videos, all of a sudden start showing up on your Facebook feed. <laughs> your, your grandma calls you, Nana calls. Nana's concerned about what you're doing in your free time. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they're like, they're in the meeting and they're like, "Do you want to just put a thing that said, are you really sure you want to share this?'" No, no, we're not going to put that there. Yeah, no but thanks, who says dude. yes, dude? There's got to be one dude who's like, "I don't give a fuck about anything, dude." Fucking well, hit that is, shit, dude. Maybe. There is. So I was on Instagram one time or Twitter or something a long ass time ago. I mean, I don't I don't know many tattooers that use Twitter anymore, but when you, you know, sign up for all them social media things, you're trying to sell yourself, you end up fucking signing up for all of them. But anyways, this one dude was like talking shit on this joke I had made or whatever, and I was like, Man, fuck this fool, I'm gonna check out his profile. And then you can like click on media or whatever the fuck, you know, see what kind of shit. And this dude all he does is just share like straight up porn. Like there's no censorship to any of it. And I was like, God bro. 
You're not allowed to come up here and talk shit to anybody about anything when all you share on Twitter is fucking like, and it was literally just big, big girls, big, beautiful women, like just real big, hefty ladies up there getting fucking pounded out. I was like, damn, dude, chill out with that, dude. All you're doing is just posting fuck videos on Twitter. Like, how do you even have the time to sit over here and try to talk shit and troll me on fucking social media? Like, there's like, I have one, one friend I follow. He's like, uh, he's like a counter dude. And he always posts like chicks asses all the time. And I think his his fucking Instagram got deleted one day and he still just posts chicks asses, dude. But it's like somehow the most graceful way. Like it's not creepy or anything. He's just like, dang, that's really tight. And like a bunch of people are like, yeah, it is, dude. And that's it. <laughs> like it's not. She for sure uses her exercise clothes for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of fucking porn and blowies and all that tight shit. You guys know how I fucking ate a bunch of mushrooms the other night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sent us a video of some chocolates that you're about to f- slay. Yeah, yeah, I slayed the fuck out of them. Now, of course, speaking of the mushrooms and shit, like in the last podcast, I talked about freaking out eating too much weed candy. I don't know. Maybe I got, maybe I just, my inner demon or that little voice inside my head is always like, dude, I'm going to fuck with this guy. But they were like, yeah, just cut it into four pieces to eat a quarter and you'll fucking be real good. I was like, all right, cool. So I cut it up into four. I ate a quarter and I was like, I don't know, man. I feel like like two, like double the fun would be better, right? You know, like two times <laughs> that would be funner. So I ate the half, and then fuck that shit hit me real fast, which was weird. But I was just like, oh fuck, all right, this is fucking real wild. Let's get ready for this. Buckle up, baby, because we're about to shoot into the fucking galaxy. And uh, yeah, I had a real good time. But speaking of, speaking of that, I fucking ate mushrooms, and I go in there, and my wife's like, yo, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I just ate some mushrooms. She's like, like right now, right now? I was like, like. 30 seconds ago, just licking my fingers still. And she's like, all right, I mean, that's kind of some shit you plan out. I was like, not when you're me. <laughs> you don't fucking plan nothing out. You just fucking go with the flow whenever it hits you. And it hit me real hard right now. It's like, all right, so what are you going to do? I was like, I think I'm going to go take a shower. I feel like this trip's going to be real crazy, so I should be clean. Like, my body should just be fresh. You know, and she's like, all right, enjoy that. I'm taking a shower and the water's hit me. I'm just like, damn, this is the tightest fucking shit in the whole world. Like, nothing could be better right now. And then, boom, pops in my head. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm going to go try to bogart my wife into giving me a smoky. So I go out there. I'm like, yo, what's up, baby girl? Like, how you- Hold on a second. What is a smoky? <laughs> what are you talking about? Smoky. No. Like, no. No. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking... <okay. laughs> Bro, nope. Get it. Like, hold it up. Like, what do you you'd like put on a bear outfit and have her put a forest fire out or some shit? <laughs> no, no. You light your dick on fire. <laughs> light my pubes out and asking her to put it out. <laughs> nah, bro, a smoky. You know, dome head, blowy, a fucking you know suck yeah, okay. sucking the slug, a blowjob, bro. Smoky. You guys never heard of smoky? Yeah. No, dude. Because no, th- no, because you made it up. Uh, yeah maybe i don't know like am i did i just am, am i the christopher columbus of blowjobs right now like did i just did i just stumble across a fucking a whole new world of cunnilingus you know i think i did all right hey well you hear it here first if you ain't heard smoky before bro cephas is the founder trademark not to be used with or without permission of bro cephas smoky so yeah a smoky i took a shower i get out looking good right, I'm, I'm fresh i'm smelling like goddamn old spice and i'm like yo what's like what are you doing she's like oh just you know watching tv being a mom you know kicking kicking back just trying to have some me time i'm like you know what would be fucking way tighter than some you time 
is if you and me had some fucking me time and you kick me down with one of them fucking smoky babies and she's like what the fuck are you talking about i'm like listen yeah because you made it up bro last <laughs> night <laughs> because you went hey. to your house and you were like Hey, let's have a smoke. And she's like, I don't have a lighter on me. Like, what's like, what do you want? What are you trying to do? And you're like, no, babe, I'm just reinventing the English language. Like, try this out, though. Hey, maybe, dude. But she fucking was pretty receptive to it. You know, she's like, really? Like, right now? And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm feeling good. This fucking, these fucking philocybin fucking little daddies are, are kicking in. I'm feeling all right. What do you think? She's like, yeah, fuck. All right, let's do this. So yeah, go in the room, got a smoky. Let me tell you guys, all right? Everybody's like, oh no, you got to pop a molly. You can smush that little soft baby, fucking baby dick against your lady's butt cheeks for fucking 10 hours and never get anything done. Ditch that idea, because that's a fucking dumbass idea. And you go get yourself some shroomies. You suck a few of those back. Give it a minute to kick in. And then boom, get yourself a smoky. I'm telling you, there ain't nothing tighter than getting your dick sucked on Mars, my friend. It's some extraterrestrial fucking, oh, hey, hey, I fucking had me some extraterrestrial O-face going on. Let me tell you about it. All right. Just do it. That's the end. That's that's just what happened. I mean, you guys want me to tell you what sounds I made? Fuck, Jesus Christ, bro. Like, you still want more? See, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, you're intrigued right now. You're like, I'm, I'm waiting. What's next? Nipping at the fucking foaming at the mouth and shit. Like what happened? No. Yeah, it was real still, good. All right. Still, still stuck, still stuck on why, like. Why you made it up? Like, do say only this story, bro. Like smoking, like smoking on a fucking smoking the pipe. You know what I mean? Smoking on the donger, smoking some some dicks. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I just felt like it just came natural to me to call it a smoky, and I've right. I've never called it. I I almost feel juvenile being like, hi, can I have a blowjob? Like I'm ordering something <laughs> off the fucking dollar menu. You know what I mean? Like. Hi, can I get one uh, one blowjob, please? Yes, thank you. All right. Yeah, let me. I got some change in here. Hold on one second. No, like Smokey just rolls off the tongue. Like she automatically knows. She sees that look in your eye. You're like, yo, what up, girl? I'm trying to get me one of them Smokies. You know what I'm saying? She's just like, oh shit, panties hit the ground real quick. You know? I don't know. That's that's how I took it. That's what I was thinking. But, hey, when we post this shit, add a comment. Have you ever heard of the word Smokey? Like, is Brocephus the the inventor? Of a new term that's gonna go worldwide because that's the thing. All of a sudden, you're gonna see it on the gram because I have a presence there, and it's gonna be like everybody's gonna be calling it Smokies, bro. I'm telling you, just give it a fucking minute, dude. Give it a minute. I got this. All right. Speaking of Smokies, you know them tweaker chicks are always out there fucking giving mad Smokies for that dime bag. What about? I mean, you you guys have any fucking like random tweaker chick fucking story? Every shop's got a fucking hang around. Like a tweaker hang around that just comes in and brings you like some random gifts from the treasure chest of tweaker world. <laughs> you know what I mean? They always got a fucking gift just, bag. Just, just blows your mind that these things still exist. Exactly. Coming at you with a fucking dial tone phone with a little wheel on it and shit. Like they find all <laughs> kinds of treasures. What do you, what do you guys got? What do you guys got for tweaker stories? One time I will, I don't have like regulars dude. Cause as soon as you try and hand me garbage, like I'm not fucking waiting for you every day. So, across the street from the shop, there used to be, like, a dirt lot and had trees in the back, dude. And it was just kind of like, I don't know, it was a fucking dirt lot. Like, you never looked at it. And so, one day, a man walked out of the bushes. Like, he just fucking just appeared out of the bushes. He'd wear, like, dress-up dockers. Like, he just left a business meeting. And then, um, <laughs> wearing, like, you know the shirt, like, I don't know, like, loafers with the little strings? Like, you know, like, I don't know, like, 
you know, people wear to church like, or some like, shit. Yeah, like boat shoes. Yeah, but kind of like that, dude, wearing Dockers and no shirt at all, right? And all right. Um, had a, but had a tan line, so that means at some point he wore a shirt for a while, you know, and then just lost the shirt. Anyway, he walked mm-hmm. out of the bushes. He has like a car, like a car part, like a like a part from deep in a car, not like a fucking outside one, <laughs> like something from like. I, li- I, li- I like how you know no no mechanical terms. Something deep in that thing that makes it go. Vroom. It was it was very very deep in the car. I could tell. Like it, it was, was it was the it was the car heart. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was a vehicle, a vehicle part that he got. After going through a bunch of other shit in the car and throwing it away and, and his shirt and the car, because there's no fucking car. It's a dirt lot. So, and it looked heavy. And like, so he was carrying it or he just fell asleep in the bushes, woke up and was like, fuck, bro, look at that car part and just walked out into my life. So, so I'm sitting there trying to mind my business, dude, because that's what I do out front, because otherwise it's not as bad as how Colfax was, but it was like, you know, there's, I like, I could fucking see him out of the corner of my eye from a quarter mile away, dude. And I fuck off. Like I disappear. Cause I'm not trying to fucking, are they trying small talk, you know, like whatever. So he walks up to me and like, I see him like walking toward me and I'm like, man, like the fuck is this dude doing, dude? And I see him cross the street. He's on the media. And I'm like, bro, bro, he's fucking coming this way, dude. And then he gets across the street, makes eye contact with me. And I'm like, oh fuck, he's coming right for me. Right. So I try, <laughs> I try to like, I'm go, I go inside, dude. I'm just like, fuck this. I start going, he's like, hey, wait, hey, 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 hey. And he walks up and he's like sweaty, dude. And he's just like acting like it's a normal thing that he walked out of the fucking bushes with a whatever car part which seemed to look fairly new also like it came off a car that wasn't super old and he's like hey do you know what this is and i was like no i i don't at all (laughs) and he's like okay because i'm trying to figure out what it is i was like bro that seems like something you should have figured out before you started (laughs) carrying it the fuck around town dude like you know like where's your shirt like like i know what a shirt is and you should have one right now. He's like, can you tell me what this is before I really wear myself out trying to figure out what this is? I'm just looking I'm looking for the answer. I'm going to keep walking around until I find out. Yeah, dude. I was like, did so. Did he have long nipples? Did he have them long tweaker nipples? The ones no, dude. He just looked like, he looked like a dude whose name was Doug, who fucking works at Kinko's and like management, dude. That's what he looked like. And right. walked out like, like maybe he relapsed, bro. Maybe he fucking quit his job at Kinko's, wanting fucking you know, fucking rolled a pickle, dude, and then fucking went and found some cars to take apart and then just kind of see what was going on with it. And then, so, I, of course, like, I don't know what the fuck is. Like, I, I don't know. And, like, I don't know how to end it because it's like he's, like, looking me in my eyes, like, and he seems like a normal person, but he's not. Like, he's crazy inside. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. So I'm going to leave you now. You know, you stay here. I'm going to go in here, and that's it. That's We'll never see each other again. And he fucking, right. he was like, you think it's worth money? And I was like, how the fuck would I think it's worth? Like, yeah, I'm sure it's worth money, dude, to some person. <laughs> Maybe the guy's car you took it from is probably worth right. a lot to him. <laughs> you know, like maybe maybe Daryl trying to fix his fucking blazer right now would probably be a lot of work to him, you know? <laughs> I was like, but I don't know. I'm not going to fucking look at the serial number for you on eBay. Like, I'm not going to do it. And he's like, okay, uh, you know where any pawn shops are at? And I was like, uh, I don't, dude, but I know if you just keep walking in one direction, you're going to find one. He's like, all right. Anything away from I'm me, like, you'll probably find something. Yeah, he's like, so I'm going to go see, I, yeah, well, I'm going to go see, I'm going to go see what it's worth. And I was like, okay, like, fucking go do that. But then I was thinking about it, and I was like, there's going to be some dude, 
Because I'm sure if you work at a pawn shop, like, you're ready for some bullshit. Like, you have to be ready for some bullshit. But, you know, if this dude walks in, and he's like, hey, you know what this is? And the same dude, same conversation again. No, I have no idea what the fuck that is. And then the guy's gonna be like, is it worth anything? He's like, I don't know, dude, let's look it up. And and then what? You know? Like, it's... I never saw him again, but he acted like he was gonna come back. And it, for sure, I've never seen him again, because he probably fucking died on the way there, trying to fucking ask motherfuckers what that car part was. I feel like... There's this energy in a tattoo shop that just draws like tweakers there. Crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah, it just yeah, draws tweakers crazy. And crazy. Hold on a second. I think the phone's the phone's ringing. Who's that? Is that Kimmy calling? Is that Kimmy calling? Uh, yeah, in? yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, Kimmy's calling in. What do you got to say, Kimmy? Hold on, let me let me put her in. Hey, it was Kim, and I'm not on vacation, and I work my ass off, and I do not appreciate Dartmouth. And I'm fucking pissed off as fuck. And I'm tired of sharing my dope with other people that don't even lift a fucking finger. Yeah, yeah, I totally fucking feel you, Kimmy. All right. All right, that was Kimmy uh, uh, calling in one of Chris's locals. Chris, why don't you uh, tell us about Kimmy? Oh, uh, well, Kimmy is a wonderful Colfax person um, from my time in Denver. Uh, she used to bring lots of gifts to the shop. That was her favorite thing to do, mm -hmm. uh, to take care of her boys. So. <laughs> Weren't you telling me a story of uh, of Kimmy delivering you guys, but you were closed, but she really wanted to make sure that you guys got these gifts that she had worked hard to get. Oh, yeah, from. yeah. She, she brought a whole cart of gifts. We were watching the uh, the tapes from it. So she what she does is she would go to the food bank or Walmart or something or jump in a dumpster. Mm -hmm. She's brought us dumpster cupcakes before. Nice. Um, she would just bring a, a cart that she makes out of like some wheels and two by fours or something like that. So she like drags this cart down down the street um, and has all these gifts in it for us mm -hmm. to make sure that our boys are taken care of. So the one night we we were closed up and uh, she decided that we were going to get these gifts regardless. So. Um, she was there for probably about an hour to an hour and a half pushing everything through our mail slot. Wait, through Just like fucking the front, pushing the, the what? front door like of the pushing... shop? Like, no, she, she, there was, you know, 50 bags of chips. Like Funyuns? Um, yeah. So we some Funyuns, some Fritos, some Lay's. Um, How'd she get, how did she get them into the shop, though? Like, that's what I'm curious. Like, if you guys are closed, how'd she get them in there? Uh, through the mail slot, she just you know broke them down. They were the little like when you send your kids to school fun oh, chip bags. So she oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so she threw all those in there. Um, I'm trying to think what was uh, what else was in that. There was some candy bars, some granola bars, um, some lunch meat. Wait, I'm gonna lunch be honest meat? with you. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not seeing a downside, bro. Kimmy sounds fucking right. tight, dude. Yeah. She's giving you guys some. Kimmy she pushed. Pretty, I mean, she pushed some cold cuts through the fucking mail slot for you. I, I don't know. That's what she does. Did anyone eat any of it? No. No one ate any. Well, not maybe, even. Not maybe, even one chip. Maybe. Maybe Frank did. I would ate all the they chips. Were, I don't. Frank's the reason that Kimmy comes there because Frank, like, he's been tattooing since 1982, and Kimmy has been coming to the shop probably since then, and has probably smokied Frank a few times. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. See, coining that fucking term. By the way, trademark not to be used with or without the permission of Bro Cephas. Go ahead and send me a DM if you guys want to go ahead and use that term in your uh, future films. I got you. I got you. I'll give you a, the price is right. 
Just hit me up, slide in my DMs, and I got you on that smoky tip. You know what I mean? <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, there was that time when she pushed everything. Like, there were chips. There were, I mean, there was a bunch of food items. And then there was one of those window breakers and, and seatbelt cutters that you keep in your car. Oh, right. So, so she, there was but one she, of those. But she didn't, she did not break the window. I mean, so she didn't break the window to fucking. And did she come back? No, and it like, all went through the little mail slot. So, so you're no, telling like, me Kimmy, is, Kimmy Kimmy would Kimmy would bring all these things and like I didn't know what Kimmy looked like until like the fourth or fifth time she came to the shop because what she would do is she would just open the door, shove something in the door and be like, "You're welcome, boys," and walk away. Huh. <laughs> I did I did see a picture. You sent me a picture of Kimmy, right? What about that story? Yeah, why don't picture of Kimmy? Why well, don't you tell him the story yeah, so about that photo? This is a this is a story now that um, <laughs> I haven't been there for this whole thing, but uh. The last package that Kimmy left at the shop um, had a cell phone in it, and on that cell phone was a picture of Kimmy taking a selfie with a corn dog that was probably the size of uh, a whole like sub sandwich, like a twelve inch. <laughs> we're talking. A, a, yeah. We're talking an a expensive sandwich. One. One sub sandwich. <laughs> One standard sub so like, sandwich. So, so she she had a a five five dollar foot long corn dog in her mouth. Bro, I seen but that like, picture, dude. She wasn't she wasn't yeah. like she wasn't nibbling on this corn dog, guys. Like I'm gonna paint no. I'm gonna paint you a word picture really quick. I, I'm good I'm good at painting these word pictures. She wasn't taking it like you know when you just it's too hot to bite, so you just nibble a little bit of the corn dog off so the the, the hot dog inside can kind of air out yeah. so you can bite into it. Yeah, she yeah. wasn't it doing was cheek, it was cheek bulging. No, she was, was doing the opposite. No, it wasn't her cheek, bro. She was bulging out of the side of her neck, bro. She took this entire twelve inch <laughs> corn dog and fucking pushed it through her esophagus. Like she did a throat piercing with this fucking goddamn hot dog, bro. It was insane. But like, right, and here, here's the best part of the picture. So, so we have this picture of Kimmy, and she's taking this five dollar foot long corn dog hot dog selfie straight in a bathroom. It's straight in a bathroom. Like you can see stalls. So, so she's, she's just like, she deep, took it in there, dude. Deep dog in this corn dog in a bathroom stall taking a selfie. I bet God, you she a flip I, phone. Man, and then she just that was the only picture, dude. That's the last picture of Kimmy, dude. Is her fucking just fucking throat chugging a fucking corn dog. That's it. Yeah, that was the picture in there. Okay, so let me let me tell you a little bit more about this because this story is a fantastical story. Lay it um, on me. So she so she drops off this this uh bag and inside the bag is the phone and then also inside the bag is a card for Frank who uh that was his like meth meth girlfriend. Um so so everyone's just making fun of him. It's like, "Oh yeah, you got this card." So he opens the card. It says to Frank, and inside of the card is uh, nine hundred dollars in fifties. Bullshit! What, dude? Kimmy fucking so hey, Kimmy, Kimmy bumped down a listening? fucking corn dog. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> come by hey, Kimmy. my shop. <laughs> hey, if you're listening, Kimmy, if you're listening, go ahead and send me any card you fucking want. All right, I'll give you my address. You could you could smush a child through the fucking mail slot. I don't care as long as it comes with a card with nine hundred and crisp fifties, please. Dude, how does so Kimmy's not homeless, bro? This is a hobby. Like Kimmy just is Santa Claus. Because my homeless, she's a hobbyist. So so this whole time, I imagined Kimmy like this other lady that used to have a cart and she would just walk around and there was never new shit in the cart and there was never less shit in the cart and she was just like. 
I don't know if she ever slept. I think she just walked for 40 years straight like fucking Forrest Gump. Like, she just walked around town. Never saw her sit down. But, so if Kimmy is has 900 spare dollars, dude. So so maybe she had 1,000. Dude, she spent fucking 80 on a cell phone, 20 on corn dogs, took one picture, put the change in a card for Frank, dude. And then, like, Kimmy sounds like a fucking good Samaritan at this point. Because did you all, I mean, did, did Frank keep all of it? Because... If Frank won't admit, oh yeah, he 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 kept he kept it around for like probably two or three weeks just to make sure no one came in and like shook him down for it. <laughs> just and to then, be, uh, then then he took it. It's it's his. No, and... but so okay, so Kimmy's his girlfriend now because she pretty much bought him. Now, yeah, she She's bought pretty his much time just... for sure. For sure, dude. She bought Frank for sure. Yeah, yeah. So what? And the number was there like only Kimmy's number programmed in it, like a fucking drug deal or some shit. Or was it like no? She's she's given us phones before that had like these crazy ass voicemail messages, which I I wish I I wish I had because uh, I thought I might have recorded some of them, but or m- maybe there are texts on it. I don't know, but she's she's given us phones before, but this last time like somebody from the shop called and they were like, dude, you'll never even like you'll never guess what just happened, and I was like, what what happened? He's like, Kimmy stopped by and dropped something off, and I was like, okay, cool, give it to me, and then. Um, the person at the shop sent me the picture and I was like, oh my God, that's the best thing. And then she's like, no, that's not even the best part of it. Like she gave Frank $900. In a <laughs> dude. <laughs> God damn, dude. What the? F- God damn it. Yeah. Cause we, used I mean, to- I mean, she, she's, she's bought, brought Frank money before, but like never, it was all always like, you know, three crinkled up, like butthole wiping dollars. And then like. <laughs> And then she just came across <laughs> 900 crispy boys, yeah. dude. It was, and fucking bless Frank. It was just, just for like, fun. Like the, the scrunched up, like tall boy dollars that like the homeless guy throws the guy at the liquor store. Like it was the three of those dollars and then like a little bag of meth. God damn. <laughs> just, she and sounds then like all... a fucking good time, bro. Shit. <laughs> but like, I just don't see the problem here. <laughs> like, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to see the fucking downslope of why Kimmy is weird. Because I was like, all the people I know weren't that tight, dude. All the people I know fucking kind of scared me a little bit. Like, I'm pretty sure they're schizophrenic. But Kimmy? I mean, Kimmy, Kimmy's getting tighter. Like, she's definitely getting tighter. She's she's paying her way now. Yeah, <laughs> like, dude. She, she, well, she, it knows, she like knows that, like, there's a fee. To, to do oh, what? Dude. Does she even go in and say what's up? Or she just fucking... She just comes by, like, fucking she's, she's Jesus. Dropped, like... <laughs> I think for that one, she just walked in and she's like, this is for Frank, and then like walked away. God damn, um, dude. She's like the methamphetamine but, version but of John the Baptist, just baptizing everybody in tweaker gifts. There was one time that she like, she brought a, a comforter that she wrote all this, um, all this biker stuff on, and uh, she like, dropped that off. And she was like, "What do you mean biker stuff? Like born to live, live to ride, ride to live type no, shit." It was, like, it, was, it was all, it was all like ha, it was all ha stuff. Uh-huh. Like it was just you know all that, and then um, it had like her rating who people like like who they were in, in the in the club and like what they were doing. Like I have a bunch of these like messages where it's like, eh, um, tell Sammy to get off my fucking bike, and and you know he owes me money and. Man, she's just living this whole world that ain't ain't real. Like she's just yeah. floating like a butterfly, tweaking like a bee. You know what I mean? Like she's just out here yeah. fucking having living her best life, you know? You know, one time one time one time she brought us like a twenty pound like honey baked ham and a turkey <laughs> that, like in, in the in the middle of the summer. 
<laughs> Dude, it's she carried frosted. She had it in a sleeping bag and she just dumped it out on the floor and fucking left or what? Or she just walked in and she's no, like, she walked in and she's like. Do you know what this is? Is it worth any money? And <laughs> she just left it. God damn, dude. Hey, I'm I'm fucking if my boss is listening right now, I quit, player. I'm moving to fucking Colfax because I'm trying to get me some honey baked ham from a corn dog swallower. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> dude, so paying, is she like old or is she young here. or like what uh, she's like she's in her fifties and she probably has like three teeth left, but I mean, more room for dogging. Hey, <laughs> more, it's not called more, dogging more dog anymore, room. bro. It's, it's not called. It's called smoking. He's out here trying to give smokies. Bro, you can't. You can't call fucking smoking. She, she was. She was on. I mean, if you see this picture, I mean, I, I'm sure we'll post this picture. But when you see this picture, that's on. That's on a whole different level. That's not a smoky. That's a doggy. Yeah, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw that up in my story. A picture of Kimmy. So after people listen to this show, they know there's like a. a a face to the name, a face to the corn dog. You know what I mean? We had a dude named the. Well, his name was the Can Man, right? Well, that's what we called him. But he's like a little Asian dude, and uh-huh. he used to just go around. And he didn't speak English, and he would just like hobble around. Like I, like I, I found out one time that he was like eighty-eight or like he was old as fuck, and he was like summer, winter, whatever in Phoenix. He's walking around, and he would go and pick up cans like this square mile by his house, and. We call him the can man. Like, that's, I mean, I bet you he's still around there. Like, if you ask enough people, because he goes, I mean, he's that prevalent right around that area where we were at. And so the shop used to save cans for him, and the bar the bar used to save, like, whole bags of cans, like, huge bags. And he would just fucking take them. And we'd always talk to him and shit, and all he gave a fuck about was cans. I mean, like, if, if there was a can on the top of a light pole, bro, he would have, like, fucking shimmied up it just to get the one hand <laughs> with the quickness like a fucking like a fucking aluminum squirrel yeah dude he was just re- relentless like no there was never a can that he did not get ever so <laughs> he's like, um, dude, that's a that's a nickel yeah, <laughs> yeah he's like what the fuck who threw a nickel on the roof and just fucking shimmies up there <laughs> you got it, tattooers dude. that are like I don't want to do this $80 five minute tat because it's just going to interrupt no no can man's willing yeah <laughs> If you taped like a six pack together, dude, and threw it into traffic, dude, he would fucking it would be like Grand Theft Auto. He would like just be like trying to get it. He like wouldn't give a fuck. So so anyway, one day I was walking behind and I saw this trailer and you know how they have boards up on the trailer? Like this shit had tall ass boards. Like it was like like two, like double the size of what should be, you know, this trailer. And I saw Can Man in the front yard watering his grass and i said oh my god dude i've been to the fucking layer of the can man like i finally see what's up <laughs> where he and dwells. like that dude and that whole bitch that whole whole i mean dude it had to be like three or four tons of crushed cans right just filled to the top now i mean like it was the most cans like that fucking trailer was having a hard time holding the fucking can man's loot dude and he just was out there watering his lawn doing like what the fuck ever he wanted and i was all can man What's up? And I waved at him, and he's the same shit. Like, just didn't even, didn't, he's like, he just waved. And he was missing kind of a finger. We used to say he was in the Yakuza or something, but I think he was missing, like, a pinky. So I don't think that's, like, a thing. But I was pretty sure for a while. And I was like, damn, dude, hard times. I get you. You know, like, shit happens. But so he, um, he had kids, and one of his kids came to the shop, and, um, you know, they tattooed her, and toward the end of it, I'm sitting outside, and, um, she had a can and she threw it away and I was like, hey man, we saved those for the can man. She's all the can man. I was like, the fucking can man, dude. He'll come by and get it. 
let me see the can. <laughs> so she's like, like who does? What does he look like? I was like, he's a small Asian triad man. You know, he's in the Yakuza and he fucking gets cans. <laughs> that's it. It's like I, I know. I literally know nothing else. Like that's it. That's just all I know about him. And she's like, does he like? Does he wear like? You know, like a long sleeve shirt, like a button up shirt, even if it's hot. And I was like, Yeah, hell yeah. You've seen the can man. You know the can man? She goes, I think that that's my dad. And I was like, Get the fuck out of here, dude. What's the backstory? <laughs> Who is the can man? <laughs> right? And she's like, Did you get all the dirt on the can dude, man? Dude, I was like, What what Tell is us the backstory? Dude, so the backstory is apparently the can man is an incredibly smart and moved to America and had like a restaurant and some other businesses, got a college degree. Like he came to America, broke as fuck. And he was from China, and then, so his, you know, raised all his kids, all his kids, like, she was, like, a respiratory therapist, like, in fucking 2004 or whatever, like, had been one for a while. So, she's like, yeah, well, he put us all through college, and he always saves, like, he always, he saves, like, he saved, like, every dollar he's ever made, right? Put us all through college, like, that house he bought, like, the house has been paid off since, like, the 80s or whatever, and, like, you know, the cans, he just collects the cans, and he just saves the money. That's it. It's just something for him to do all day, because he thinks... You know, he needs, you know, he needs to stay active, you know, and she goes, but now it's like kind of dangerous. Like sometimes people like it because he'll go in alleys and trash cans and people will get mad at him because they think he's like homeless or something, you know. And so mm-hmm. they, they get they get mad at him. Right. She goes, but it's just my dad. Like he just he just collects cans. Like we told him he doesn't have to collect cans. Like I'm fucking, you know, my brother does this. Like I do this. Like we'll take care of him. And like he doesn't care. Like he just wants to collect fucking he just wants to collect cans and then save the money for it. And I was like. <clears throat> you know, was he ever in the Yakuza? And she's like, not at all. Never. And I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> like, Damn, so what you're saying I want, is, I mean, is this dude came here with nothing, built yeah, a dude. fucking total life for himself, put his kids through school, and now he's just like looking around at all these lazy fucks and just being like, fuck you. I'm going to just collect cans and make mad fucking money. Because from what you're saying, like the entire foundation of his home is made out of aluminum cans. And he's just, yeah, I don't just know. Like, I don't know. He's like the greet, like the greedy dragon from fucking Lord of the Rings, just piling up Dude, fucking just, gold cans. I, he was, he was there before the shop was there and the shop was there. You know, the shop may have, have was, was there a, a while before that. But then the, the lady that owns the bar, um, was saying that he's just always just fucking forever, just been around there forever. And so, you know, he just collected the cans and, you know, I had talked to his daughter one time and then that, you know, that, that, that was, you know, that's what I know about it. But I know that that dude had some serious fucking hustle because he would like pull shit out of the trash, pull the whole dumpster worth this shit out. Like even behind the tattoo show, I'm like, Hey man, don't pull all that out. Like you need to find a glove. He's like, fuck gloves, dude. Fuck gloves, fuck anything. Like I, yeah. you know, like I don't even, my pockets are, I, I didn't bring anything with me, empty pockets and just pull out just garbage. There's like ink rags and he's just like fucking whatever get out of the way bitch there's a can in the bottom of this thing and he'll pull the can out <laughs> crunch it put it back in put all the trash back in and then just go right to the next dumpster like that's what he did every goddamn day so you know i don't know maybe he made millions off cans and then just all he did with the millions was get more bags to put cans in that was it that was all <laughs> right. the investment was God well, after damn. he put his kids through college that's like the noble can man job yeah dude, he's dude, just a can up. man we had we had another character that um, it, we called uh, her Maybelline, but it was this dude dressed up in drag that would power walk down the street every single day. Mm. Um, and then most of the time, like 
his shorts were so short that like there was some bubble gum hanging out (laughs) (laughs) just power walking power walking with some like some war paint on um with balls hanging out of the bottom of of, uh of his shorts hey that kind of that kind of reminds me like when i was so i used to tattoo at the shop called golden eagle in santa barbara if you're in santa barbara stop by get a tatty fucking shop's tight but um yeah i was like bored you know and like uh I had moved down early to get to like get this pad and my wife and kids hadn't moved down yet for probably like a month. I was down there for a month. So outside of tattooing, I fucking didn't really do much except for kind of party. But I was like, you know what? I should be responsible and fucking like do some shit. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to bounce at the fucking club next door to the shop. I'll just stand there and fucking till 2 a.m. looking tough and fucking just get a paycheck and then go home and go to sleep, come back and tattoo the next day. So there was this dude who would fucking cruise up state street that's the main strip in santa barbara up and down and this motherfucker looked identical to what's his name from east down and bound fucking what's that cat's name? kenny powers kenny powers bro like he had kenny a fucking, fucking powers, man bro he had a fucking smooth ass like ucla windbreaker and like some track pants with these like fucking cowboy boots that he'd always fucking wear and like he, he Oakley's on the back of his head he, with a mullet. Bro, not even, dude. He'd have them fucking on. And these are like the reflective ones where you're like, oh, do I have like a co- do I got like a fucking Coke booger in my nose? Let me borrow your fucking sunglasses for a second. You know what I mean? And fucking dude had like this dangly earring on the right. He looked like a mix of like Kenny Powers, a lost boy, and like some rhinestone cowboy. You know what I mean? And this dude would just stand in front of every single club and every single bar. Whoever had like a band playing or loud ass music, and he just sit out, stand out there and fucking get it, dude. And I'm not talking some weird looking like, like this dude was like six three, fucking hella yoked, just a big fucking dude. But no, every fucking night, dude, he would cruise down State Street. He had a bag of fucking sunflower seeds. He'd sit there, fucking bah, just fill his fucking mouth up like a goddamn gerbil or a squirrel or some shit, chipmunk, <laughs> and just be fucking gnawing on these things, just. Brrr, spitting him out like fucking goddamn chewed up machine gun and fucking would just sit there and get it dude i'm talking fucking get it bro it didn't matter if the chick from fucking ucsb was in there just sucking back a bunch of molly and fucking vodka tonics and just like really thought she was getting it she had nothing on fucking on fucking mirror glasses dude out there just fucking pumping he had the fist pump he's fucking stomping the concrete like this dude fucking was into it dude but every fucking night and still to this day, I never got a backstory on that dude. But he looked like he had money and shit. And like, I don't know. Dude never went into a single club. Ever. Never once. I never saw him come in. Never had to check his ID. And I was waiting for the day. So I'm like, oh, this guy's going to have some trippy ass fucking name. He's going to live probably in some mansion up in the Riviera. Nothing. I never got to check. I never checked his ID because he never went in. Bottle of water, sunflower seeds, fucking windbreakers and cowboy boots and shit. And dude would just sit out there fucking straight molly whopping the concrete with his fucking pony toe ropers. You know what I mean? Like, just get <laughs> getting it. You know? Like, <laughs> fuck, I'm going to go down there soon in guest spot. And I'm going to fucking, I'm going to kick it at the at the club next door and just wait and see if he's still there. Because I, I think it's time for me to just break the silence and be like, yo, dude, what the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> like I, I know in those jeans you're probably packing a big ass dick. Let me see it. I'm checking you're fucking i'm checking your shit right now to see if you're a fucking alien bro like i need to know if you're one of them big dick aliens who's out here getting ready to fucking to wrap up humanity one fucking log splitter at a time you know what i mean like let me whip that baby out dump it out bro what about like uh 
I remember in the last podcast we were talking about every time I would fucking overdo it on the party and I'd end up on a fucking in a bathtub or some shit. And Randy, you had made a point like maybe that's some deep seated shit from like my childhood. So why don't we talk about like some funny ass childhood stories? Because I got a couple. If you guys want to hear one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, yeah, let's go with that. All right. So if you didn't know, growing up, I was basically real close to being on the same level of Steve Irwin, like. I was nipping at his heels as far as fucking wild man status. I used to fucking catch all kinds of wild shit. Like, uh, you know, me and my little brother used to catch rattlesnakes when we were kids. See how many we could catch, throw them in a bag, swing them around, get them real pissed, then we'd throw them all in a pile and just see what happens. <laughs> Luckily, I never got fucking bit by anything. So, so yeah, but one night, so my mom works late, right? My mom works at the bars. She don't get home till 2, and then she worked as a lunch lady at my middle school when I was a kid. So she was gone all day and then gone in the evenings. You know, my dad had passed away, so she had three boys to raise. She worked her ass off. God bless you. Love you. Kisses. Anyways, so she's gone one night. Me and my little brother are sitting there, and my older brother's supposed to be watching us. But I'm probably like 10 or some shit. My little brother's probably like 7 or 8. He's a couple years younger than me. My older brother was like 16 or 17. So he was never actually ever babysitting. He was just like, yo, peace. I'm going to go smash this chick down down the block or whatever. I'm like, okay, I don't know what that means, but but bye. I heard Smokies are cool. You know what I mean? On some podcast, so try that. <laughs> and fucking, so he fucks off. And uh, it's just me and my little brother. And we were like running out of shit to burn in the backyard, you know? Like just, fuck, what do we do? So we go out and we sit in the front yard. We live in this cul-de-sac. And it was fucking probably like eight or nine at night. It was dark. Street lights are on. And all of a sudden, we, like, look over, and in the middle of the fucking cul-de-sac is this big-ass fucking owl. Just a fucking, just an owl. Big fucker. Like, the size of a Volkswagen bug. Like, he looked like he was in some fucking the never-ending story type shit. He was a big fucker. So, I look over at my brother, and I'm like, yo, let's go fucking catch it and see what happens. Like, let's just fucking go grab it up. And he's like, okay, for sure. <laughs> and fucking. <laughs> that, that's what he said. That's exactly what he said. He's like, yes, let's do that for sure. Great idea, big brother. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, let's go get a towel or something. And I can't find a towel, so I just run into my bedroom. I rip the sheet off my bed because I'm like, no, this is like, we don't have a lot of time. He's going to get annoyed, like, real quick. He's going to fucking fly away. So when we start walking up to him, like, he doesn't even fucking budge, bro. He's not even like, huh, some people. He's just like, yeah, what do you need? You know what I mean? Like, you guys trying to buy some fucking crystal meth? So, you guys trying to buy some meth? I got that fire-ass fucking meth right now. And, uh, yeah, but his his wing looked kind of fucking weird. Like, instead of it just being, like, all flush with his body like they are in the tattoos and shit, you know? Like, it's just kind of one's all cocky. And I was like, oh, shit, he probably got a boo-boo. Like, we need to fucking nurture him back to health. That's our job tonight. We're going to save this owl and fucking, you know, like, reintroduce him to the wilderness. And he's going to fucking go to fly away but come right back to us because we're his family now. And fucking, that that wasn't the case at all. So I was like, fuck it, let's just catch him, boom. And I throw this fucking thing over him, he's just like, you know, like, what the fuck? (laughs) You know, and I got this sheet on him, I'm like, grab that in, grab that in. And he goes and grabs one, and he's scared as fuck to get anywhere near it, because it's the same size as him, but like, my my little brother's little fucking Velcro light up shoes are like the size of one of his fucking razor sharp talons, and he's got like fucking thousand of them at this point is what it looks like so i'm like okay boom and i just like swoop him up and i bear hug it and he's all fucking those little fuckers are strong they're not real heavy but he was strong as fuck and he's all wiggling i'm like kick back relax relax you little rascal like just chill out i'm your friend you know like 
I'm not here to hurt you. And I'm all talking to him like, it's okay, little guy. It's okay. You know, I'm your friend. And, of course, he doesn't know what I'm talking about. He's just like, oh, fuck, it's big dick aliens here to fucking fuck me in half, you know? So I go and I take him. I'm like, yo, let's take him in the house. And he's and my little brother Ethan's like, I mean, fuck, okay. <laughs> you know, like, all right, we got a new roommate. Which is always a great great idea. It's like, I just caught this bird of prey. Let's bring it into the house. Right, exactly. So that's exactly <laughs> what I did. And we go in there. We got the TV on. And, like, I set it on the couch. And I take the thing off real quick. And for a second, he's kind of like, what the fuck's going on? But then he just kind of just kicks it right there on the couch. And he's just kind of doing that, like, 360 owl fucking head thing, like, looking around. And I'm like, oh, shit. Well, like, fuck, what do we do now? Now it's just here. <laughs> you know? Like, I didn't really think this thing through, like, a lot at all. Like, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, so that's what's inside of those things. Yeah. Ex- okay. Ex- this is pretty tight. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you guys got Fritos? Bean dip? <laughs> Let's do this. Well, dude, trip on this. Like, five minutes goes by, and we're just staring at it, like, waiting, it for, waiting for it to do something. It doesn't do anything. Like, he's fucking chilling. Like, he might as well have fucking just had a fresh dab, and he's, like, sinking in the couch. You know what I mean? Like, he's he's there. But doesn't it, it... I mean, obviously, you know, fucking eagles have fucking dinosaur talons, bro. So at any point, he could have snatched your face off like a bed sheet, and he just fucking didn't... Yeah, no, not at all. He could have been like stepdaddy and like grab me by the neck and be like, you little fucker, I told you not to touch my fucking baseball cards. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he didn't. He didn't do any of that. He just kicked it there on the couch. So a- after a little while, I'm like, dude, I don't even know what to do. I don't think he's going to let us catch him again. You know what I mean? Like, let's fucking watch TV. You know, so we just sit there. I swear to God, dude, like we had some chocolate milk. You know, you buy the gallon of chocolate milks and shit. We just sit there. Me and my little brother are like fucking drinking chocolate milk on the couch with this massive fucking, like, basically a dinosaur, just kicking it in the middle, and we're like, you know, sup? He's all, sup? Like, yeah, sup? Sup? Sup, dude? And we're just fucking kicking it with this big-ass fucking owl on our couch. So, of all nights, where my brother's out fucking slaying puss, he comes home, dude, and, like, opens the door, close it, just starts walking towards his room. And you hear him, like, just stop, dead. This is, like, 80s or 90s or some shit. And fucking, you know, when everybody had those, like, bright green, like, fucking like windbreaker jackets and shit. You could hear him. Yeah. You could hear him walking towards his room. Just, <laughs> and then it just stops. And it's all, <laughs> it's all like backing up. And he turns and looks and he goes, is that a fucking owl? I'm like, yep, sure is what it is. It's a fucking owl. He goes, how did it get in the house? <laughs> I was like, we, we caught it. We wrangled it. We just fucking brought it in. And he was like, you caught, you caught a fucking, <laughs> Yeah, he's like, you caught a fucking owl and, and brought it in the house? I'm like, yep. He's, uh, I think he's going to stay. Like, I don't I don't know how to get him out now. He goes, dude, I fucking can't tonight. I'm going to go to bed. And apparently, like, something happened to him, and he wasn't in a good mood, so he went into his fucking room. What level of not giving a fuck about something do you see a whole full-grown owl on your couch? <laughs> like, I just don't, I just don't care about that. <laughs> like, you just... Dude, that's got to hey, be I, deep. I would, I would like to meet this brother of yours. Yeah, yeah dude, dude, he don't give a fuck same. about he's anything. Like, you have an owl? That's an owl? Yeah. Is that an owl? That's your problem. Like, I don't feel like doing that. So, yeah, so he's like, all right, fucking peace out. Goes to his room, and we're just sitting there watching cartoons with a big fucking owl sipping on some chocolate milk, and fucking just hella time goes by. It doesn't leave. Like, it just, it's there. It doesn't even fucking move. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. And I, we both just fell asleep on the fucking couch. Just passed out. Well, we wake up in the morning, my brother's gone, my mom had already come home and left, apparently, like, 
oblivious to anything in her fucking house because she just walked right past the fucking big owl. And so uh, was the owl. So the owl was just sitting there awake, just staring into the fucking space for like it. Like it didn't go to sleep at all. Like it was just chilling. I don't know. I was asleep, so I didn't know it. He, he could have been fucking picking through my pockets, being like, I'm going to get what some of this fucking little nerd has. I want some of them fucking goddamn fruit roll-ups. <laughs> and fucking, but no, dude, I swear to God, dude, I fucking wake up in the morning. I look over, boom, fucking owl, still there. I'm just like, holy shit, he's probably starving to death. We should get him some food. So me and my brother used to have these weeds that grew in our backyard, but they were all dry and shit. So you pluck them out and you make these like little noose fucking things. And we'd be catching all them fucking yellow belly or those blue belly fucking alligator lizards. You know the ones that like look like they're fresh out of prison and like haven't really got back into society, so they just randomly just stop and do push-ups. They're like, nah, it's 3 p.m., bro. I gotta get my chest. I gotta get my chest workout in. And they just start fucking start doing burpees like those gangster ass frogs or uh, lizards. Yeah, it was like we caught up like probably like four or five of those. And we're like, yo, he probably he probably eat some lizards. I've seen it on the Nature Channel. They're swooping up iguanas and all kinds of weird ass shit. So we grabbed these fucking bucket of lizards and we're like uh, like just chucking lizards at this fucking owl like here you go you know like here's a fucking hot plate of fucking fresh lizards for you i'm sure you want to pick these babies to the bone and he's just like nope don't want to do that either he's just sitting there now i got fucking <laughs> now i got goddamn lizards crawling all over my couch a fucking bird of prey with talons the size of a katana and i'm just like man like what do we do now like like what do we do with all this shit and uh, I just He's like, I was only supposed to eat a quarter of it, but I ate half of it. <laughs> yeah, and I got a yeah, shower yeah. and then I got a smoky. And now <laughs> this is where I am. Exactly. He was a, he was a party owl for sure. He's like, no, I'm trying to chill. What time's dinner? Are we having lasagna or like, what are we doing? When's mom getting home? <laughs> I, don't, I don't want lizards. I want lasagna. <laughs> yeah, lizard on you. And fucking. So yeah, I'm like, no, we gotta, we gotta get rid of this thing. You know, like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. And like a little bit of like rational thought went through my brain. I'm like, yo, let's put it in a box. We'll climb up to the roof of our fucking house and fucking just let him let him free, you know? And he's like, okay, that sounds like a good idea. So we had this janky-ass ladder on the side of the house that got us up onto the, like, side gate. Climbed up to the side gate that was all rickety. Managed to climb up onto the roof. So we're sitting up there with this big fucking box. I'd, I'd thrown another fucking, the same thing on it. And it was, like, even more peaceful this time. He's like, oh, no, last time you guys did this shit, I got chocolate milk and ate your fruit roll-ups and watched fucking gummo all night. I'm good. Like... <laughs> Like, go ahead. Right, I'm, I'm ready to level up. Let's do this. Yeah. So we put him in this, like, shoebox type thing. And he's just, like, sitting in it. It's like, <laughs> like he's it's he's way bigger than the box. But that's all I could find. We climb up to the roof. We set him up top there. And we're just, like, sitting there, like, all right, you're free to go. You know, feeling all sad. Like, oh, this is this is where our fucking friendship ends, you know. Our pet owl is fucking going to fly off into the sunset. And he don't. He's just sitting there. Just like, no, I'm, like, I'm fucking here. I'm here now. I'm a part of the family, you know. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and my little brother's bored at this point. So he's like, "I'm gonna go inside and play video games or whatever the fuck he was gonna do." I'm he's like, like right, "Fucking, you live." Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, all right, I'll see you in there. I'm just gonna like see what this thing does for a little bit longer. So as he gets up, like he kind of slips a little bit, but his foot fucking kicks the box. So the box like sliding down the roof like those bad fucking like skateboard off your roof videos. And he's just all, just smooth cruising, though. He's not even tripping, not even trying to open his wings. He's, like, looking back and forth, like, oh, shit. Dude's fucking clean, flies off the fucking ceiling. Boom, hits the fucking grass, hard as fuck. And I'm like, oh, shit, no, my friend, he's dead, you know? And I don't know if that, like, popped his fucking collar back into place or some shit or, like, fixed his little janky-ass tweaker wing, but he just smooth fucking flew off, just in gone. 
flew away out of my life forever. And I was like, oh my God, dude. I'm just trying to chill with these kids and they throw me off a roof. I'm fucking out. <laughs> yeah, it's like moral of the story is the fucking dude just wanted to kick it and like like just have some friends, like kick it with some kids. I don't know. It could have been a fucking pedophile owl for all I know. He's like, oh yeah, they're going to take me into his fucking house. I'm going to fucking talon this fresh fucking meat, you know? Like, I don't fucking know. But yeah, dude, I fucking caught an owl when I was a kid and fucking nurtured it back to health, broke its arm back into place. He fucking flew off, dude. He's my friend. Bro, I, that, I mean, I just, you... did, I just did really hood, hood rat shit when I was a kid. You did? Um, yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. I was... I, I was a bad kid. Yeah. Um, if I got caught for some of the shit I did, it would be uh <laughs> Statue of limitations, baby. Maybe something. Statue of limitations. Yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm glad that that happened. Yeah. But I used to stay at... Uh... <laughs> He used to stay at my cousin's house, and he lived on, like, a busier road. Um, I, I grew up in a smaller town, but he was on a busier road, and we used to stay over his house and just sleep on the porch in sleeping bags. So um, it basically just it, – it first started off, you know, you're, like, you know, 12-year-old, 13-year-old kid, and you're like, oh, I'm going to put some acorns in the road and listen to the cars crunch them as it goes by and giggle to myself because – I have nothing better to do. So then, you know, that gets boring real quick. And you're like, let's throw some, let's throw a tree branch. <laughs> what? Let's, let's, let's take, what? let's take, fuck, fuck the acorns. Was, fuck the acorns. Let's throw a whole like, ass Christmas tree fuck, in the fucking yeah, street. That, we're, we're putting it, we're that, putting it. Yeah, that, let's put a tree. I was like, whoa, Chris, not an acorn, but a branch. (laughs) (laughs) Not a whole acorn. (laughs) Man, you're fucking wild, Chris. Jesus Christ. Save some pussy for the rest of us, bro. Jesus Christ. (laughs) You drank two Sunny D's and then you broke some acorns? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking wildin', wildin'. God damn, dude. I was like, fuck, dude. You fucking a whole acorn? He's like, they were good. The tree, tree branch. So we did the tree branch. And then, you know, like, it, you, it's, it's never enough. So, um, the addiction hits you, bro. <laughs> it's, a yeah, slippery, yeah. it's a slippery slope from acorns to tree branches, bro. <laughs> we were addicted to, to hearing the sounds that some shit made when somebody's car hit it. <laughs> so what happened after you put a Christmas tree in the street? Like, yeah, dude, fucking... what happened next? <laughs> Did they hit? Did they hit it and it landed on top? And they're like, "Oh, thanks, sick!" And they just rode off. <laughs> no, with with the, the tree branch, it was like you were sitting there and we're listening, and you hear a car and you hear them slow down, and then you just hear them dragging the branch. <laughs> it's just stuck under their car, dragging the branch down the street. Um, but yeah, you know, that's it, never enough. Fucking what so, a little asshole, dude! What a the, fucking little shit. shit. Mildly inconvenienced people driving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I would I would have killed me if I if I was one of these cars. <laughs> like I don't care. You're 13. I don't give a fuck. You're dead. <laughs> You're choked out. I'm gonna throw you in the marsh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it ended up like it ended up stopping because we got really really fucking scared one night when we put a uh, we stacked we tried to stack as many cinder blocks as we could. <laughs> Wait a minute, dude. Holy, how do you go? Hold on. You went from acorn, tree branch, three cinder blocks. There was nothing in the middle, not even like a soda bottle. There was nothing in the middle at all. So you went from the gateway fucking drug of acorns to free base. God damn, cinder, cinder blocks in the middle of the yeah. street. Yeah, so, so when that happened, 
um, we're just kind of like sitting there and waiting because it was like a slow night, like on on the road. Mm-hmm. We're just sitting there in in our sleeping bags on, and basically we did it right in front of the house that we were <laughs> sleeping on the porch. <laughs> so you weren't real sly. You weren't like a sly. Yeah, kid. no, no, sick. No, dude. we were like, we were just like walking away from the the arson with like you know, it's <laughs> like yeah, yeah, we did that. <laughs> no big deal. What are you gonna do? Yeah, right. Um. So how how many how many cinder blocks did you guys get up? We got three. God damn, dude, that's fucking <laughs> that's a lot of cinder blocks, my man. <laughs> so, so, but what happened now, dude? And no, no one hit. Like, what happened is we're just like sitting there and listening, and we hear a car, and we're like, "Oh my god, is it coming the right way? Oh yeah, it's coming the right way!" And they're like blasting down the street, and you just like. <laughs> You just like see the car and then you see like their, their high beams flash on <laughs> and then just like brakes screeching, screeching, <laughs> screeching. And then I think they just like tapped the cinder blocks and knocked it over, Jeez. got out of the car and like threw them off to the side of the road and got in and like just took off because they're like, I don't even want to know what the fuck this is. This is like some Texas chainsaw shit. <laughs> yeah, right. Just like fucking leading them to the slaughter and shit. They're like, nope, 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 nope. I'm out of here. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, but what in the event they didn't tap the brakes, dude? They just fucking smashed <laughs> three cinder blocks, and then you fucking get picked like, up out of your sleeping bag for murder, dude. Then what? Yeah, they just duct taped the sleeping saying, bags like, closed, and you're like, "Nah, you're coming with us for life to prison forever." I'm just saying, I, I didn't, I didn't hit the lottery this week because of things that I've done in my past. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking goddamn. I'm gonna have to try that, I guess, someday. Just like, dude, just start. You gotta start with an acorn. You gotta fucking wet your whistle with an acorn. <laughs> just just make, make your kids sleep on the porch. <laughs> yeah, that'll, happens. that'll go over real good with the missus. Hey, baby, I'm gonna have the kids sleep out on the fucking porch so I can put cinder blocks in the street and see what happens and I can blame it on them. <laughs> God, fuck. What, what about you, Randy? What do you got? Some You got some wild ass, wild ass baby stories? Yeah, dude, a little bit. I had a. Uh, um, where I grew up, uh, they used to have an army surplus place. And I used to have this friend named Sean, dude. And Sean, Sean was like my best friend, dude. And he listened to Eminem like all the time. Like that was like his, his thing. And that was when that original Eminem came out and he's talking about Stan and stuff. Right. And, uh, so, so you guys Sean, were fucking hard as fuck. Oh dude. And we used to write, yeah. Like just to, just to give you a little glimpse. Yeah. Like we did, like we, we just were. You and guys like shared one time, mags? <laughs> you shared yeah, no, mags? Like, of course. You want to watch me jerk off? <laughs> <laughs> we we ripped out pages. Each of us ripped out some pages and hid them in a bush in the neighborhood so we could walk by and just fucking check out some tits. Like we were riding bikes. So one time, we stole this other kid's bike because he had solid rubber wheels, like or like his tires were oh, yeah, solid, yeah. solid rubber. And our shit kept on fucking getting fucked up because we're just off-roading, dude. Like, and it was just, you know, so we stole them and we each put one on our bike. Like, we both put the back, like, both, we just have a front tire that was solid. So just kind of the back was this flat, you know. And so Sean, Sean and I used to do all kinds of shit. We used to break out of our houses. I'm not going to say break out. We snuck out because we weren't like the Hulk. Like, we didn't kick the fucking door down and fucking go do shit. (laughs) We fucking... um, we used to go out like in the middle of the night, like I think we were in like sixth grade, dude. And we would, um, and where I lived was not like a place where a, a small white child should be just out fucking chilling. <laughs> so, um, I would go to Sean's house 
and I would knock on Sean's window, and then Sean would come out of his house. And he was like, his parents were getting a divorce, and Sean's brother was like psychotic and was like threatening to kill the family. So he always was like going to jail all the time, but he was like 16 or whatever. And then Sean just like Sean like deserved Eminem. Like Eminem's album was made for Sean. So Sean was just like just dysfunctional white trash, right? So, um, yeah. Qu- quick, quick thing. Anyway, my cousin's house that I used to go to, he would listen to Eminem, and his name was Sean. Just, uh, just oh, an FYI. yeah, dude. Oh, so that's shit. what I'm saying. Dude. I guess it's, it was, it's 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 an epidemic. Yeah, you guys. So are yeah, so yeah, so Sean would fucking, you know, we would go out and we would go do just nefarious shit, and we would spray paint stuff, and we would do graffiti. And we, that's when we figured out that if you held a lighter in front of spray paint, it would cause a fucking fireball, right? Because we yeah. didn't know that. So to us, so what we did was we spray painted a bench so much that it was still wet and lit it on fire like a sacrifice. <laughs> because we thought fucking, like, like, but here's what happens. Oh, it doesn't catch on, because in our head we were like, well, if we light this side, it's just going to light like a nice fire. Like, what happened is it all ignites and blows the fuck up, right? So Sean has a lighter, <laughs> and I'm back in the back because we're, like, in a park. dude. We're in a public park, and it's fucking flat, dude. Like, a cop could drive by and see us lighting a bench on fire. Like, it's not going to be hard to see that. So Sean lights right. it, dude, and it goes poof. Like, it just fucking poof, just lights the fuck up, you know? And, um, you know, that scared the fuck out of us. And then um, one time me and Sean... We're, we're like we were trying to learn how to do graffiti that was like like I, I don't know how you like i mean i'm sure you learn how to do graffiti but we were trying to learn by just like you're trying to like bypass and not have to go through a graffiti apprenticeship and you know <laughs> yeah just all that college. kind of stuff and like we all yeah we just didn't know we didn't know anybody did it so we just wrote like sean was like i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna tag up this you know what the fuck ever it was i was like cool and he smoothed right Sean on it. And I was like, Sean, you're fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> so Sean's like, I was like, you can't write your name, dude. Like, what the fuck's the matter with you? You wrote it in your handwriting. Like, it looks like a school paper. You fucking retard. Like, I'll never, I would never do that. But how do they know that I was here if I don't put Sean was here? <laughs> yeah. They could be any Sean. I was like, it's not any Sean, bro. It's you. Like, they're going to know it's you. Like, <laughs> like this, this is our school, Sean. You know? So fucking, it's like we're tagging up our own elementary school. And so then, um, that's also what leads to the first time I was ever on probation, kind of. But that's that's a different thing. So Sean, Sean's like, "Fuck it, I need to quit writing." Sean, I was like, "Tight, dude. What are you gonna write now?" So he goes and writes his fucking brother's name on the fucking thing, and he's like, "Everyone hates him. It doesn't matter." And I was like, "Bro." (laughs) And like, so we're walking down. you know, we're walking down the street and we have like a, a grocery bag with spray paint that we stole from our own sheds, right? And um, there was this house, right? That uh, So there was these kids that lived in a house and it was on the corner and it was in between mine and Sean's house. And one morning, some guy knocked on the door of that house, which two kids went to that same school that we went to. Some dude knocked on the door of that house and forced his way into the house and um, murdered everybody in the house and cut him into pieces and left him in the shed, right? Wait, what? Fuck. No, like, I mean, like, I walked past this fucking murder house to go to Sean's house so we could do hood rat shit. But one day I went to school and there was a whole lot of cops by that house. And then the next day my mom said, you can't ever walk on that side of the street as long as you live. Because somebody, that whole family, those kids that go to your school, I guess a dude had knocked on the door and the mom left the door unlocked for the kids. And she would watch them walk to school. And the dude, like, 
forced his way in, like he didn't know him at all, like no connection whatsoever, forced his way in the house and like raped the mom in front of the kids or something. That's what they're saying. Like, I don't know how you would say that unless that dude volunteered that information and then killed all of them with a knife. He killed all of them with a knife and then cut them into pieces in trash bags and put them in the shed in the backyard. Now, this is like a neighborhood, like, you know, like you're, you're like, yeah. So, yeah. So me and Sean. You know, Sean was, you know, obviously a sadistic fucking person. So the best thing we could think of, like, oh. You guys were the acorns, and then that dude's a cinder block. <laughs> dude, that dude was, <laughs> like, it fucking shook the community, right? And I had, yeah, like, I had no. Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> like, if that ain't shaking <laughs> like, yeah. the community, you're living in the wrong hood, dog. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> dude, so, so anyway, the murder house, that's what we call it, the murder house, dude. This girl named Francesca moved into the murder house. Didn't know about the murder house, dude. So we got to let Francesca know. Well, Sean let her know. He goes, hey. Where do you live? You live right there? You live in the murder house? And she goes, what do you mean the murder house? He goes, the fucking murder house. Like, you know what I'm talking about. She's like, I don't know anything. He's all, let's go check out your shed. And I was like, Sean, don't go to the shed, bro. Like, that's where they kept (laughs) the bodies in a bag. And they go to the shed, and there's fucking, like, blood marks on the concrete. Like, it's not a game. Like, they're fucking for real. Like, they can't make them go away. Like, it's, like, blood marks. And she's like, oh, my God, that's just paint. Sean's all, is it paint? Or is it blood? Is it murder blood? And so... Anyway, shot. You tell me. You tell me. <laughs> you tell me. Hey, I don't know. You know, there wasn't a lot of Google it then. He's like, ask the fucking neighbor if any people, if three people were murdered here or not. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, <laughs> that's fucking, you don't make it up. You know, and I was like, Sean, you're a piece of shit. Like, you should never do that. So, anyway, apparently Francesca told her parents, like, hey, we live at the murder house. And they're like, what the fuck? They looked it up and they're like, God damn, we live in the murder house. We need to get the fuck out of here. So they move, right? So the murder house, like, empty. For like two years, whatever. And so me and Sean would go kick it at the murder house in the backyard and do whatever the fuck we want because no one ever went to the murder house anymore. Like, I don't know what happened. So me and Sean would go to the murder house and we're chilling by the shed where there's just like blood in it. We just don't care because no one's going to go to the murder house and find you. Sean gets an idea that we should go buy grenades from the army surplus store because his brother told him that he could buy it. Because his brother, like, I mean, his brother, like for real, is like probably a person that should not be trusted with any kind of firearms in the world because he's like the type of dude that would just like shoot up a mall just fucking cuz. God damn. So, yeah, dude. But here's check it out, dude. Even to this day, and that's the dude that he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna tag my brother's name because no one likes him." So <laughs> let's 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 give him some some more motive. Yeah, Sean was not doing his brother any fucking favors, bro. Like he was not helping him out at all because everyone already thought like he was like dangerous. Like people were scared of him. He wasn't allowed to go to school. And but Sean was normal. Even to this day, Sean never was weird to me. Sean was like an asshole, but Sean was never psychotic. Like his brother was scary as fuck, dude. His brother's the type of dude that would like throw a ninja star at you and hit you in the fucking chest and be like, "Gotcha." And it's like, that's the kind of shit his brother would do to Sean. Like he lit Sean on fire one time, like on his leg. Like he he poured like whatever he sprayed hairspray or poured something on him and like lit Sean the fuck on fire when their parents weren't home. And then um, also he hit Sean in the head with a can of Campbell's soup, like a full can, like threw it like Kenny Powers and hit Sean in the fucking head because they were fucking (laughs) fighting. Anyway, dude, it was a little bit of a rough area. Okay. Anyway, past that. So we're sitting in the back of the murder house. And so Sean is like, dude, we could go buy grenades. My brother told me you can go to this army place that you could buy a grenade. Right. And I was like, dang, dude, that's way cooler than a fucking bonfire in the park. Like we should definitely get a grenade, you know? So Sean's like, cool. Well, you know, they're like 12 bucks, you know? So if we save $24, that's two. And you look old enough, because I had sideburns for some reason as a child. Like, I just had them. <laughs> so, 
So Sean's like, so Sean's like, cool, dude. We're gonna go. I'm gonna steal some cigarettes from my dad. I'm gonna steal some menthols from my dad, and you go buy their grenades, and then me and you will throw them in the field. You know, we're gonna go throw them. We're gonna go throw them in the park. You know, and mm-hmm. blow up a fucking. Because I mean, I I don't know how far like a grenade blows up stuff, but I know it's a lot farther than a sixth grader can throw a fucking grenade. So right, not far probably. No. So I thought, hey, um. You know, they're not going to let me buy, you know, they're, you know, you have to be 18 to buy a grenade, probably, you know, like, I think there's probably a law that you can't buy grenades under 18. So mm-hmm. I go in there, I buy the grenades and the dude's like, yep, fucking 24 bucks, whatever. I was like, holy fuck, like we made it. So I get the grenades, you know, we meet at the murder house the next night. Cause I mean, like, apparently I just didn't sleep for like fucking a year of my life because I was up all day and then up all night doing hood rat shit with Sean all the time. Just danger. Like we're like stuff we should go to jail for. So, um, so we get the grenades, we have the fucking grenades, and there's like an empty lot kind of by the house, like not by the murder house, but like in between the park and the murder house. So we go, okay, let's, um, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to pull the pin and I'm going to throw it and like we're going to run across the street so we could still see it, but so nobody knows we did it. Like nobody knows we ignited a fucking grenade in this neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so we're like, cool, run with it, do it. So I pull the pin. And I fucking threw, like, I thought it was a live grenade, you know? Like, I, and for some reason, that just didn't phase me at all. Like, I was like, fucking, this is going to be like one firework. It's going to be awesome. So, you know, <laughs> I throw a grenade that I think is going to explode, like a sparkler or some shit. Like, I don't know what I expect. And, like, nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm like, fuck, Sean. Like, these grenades fucking suck. Your brother sucks. Like, this is a bad tip, you know? Like, mm-hmm. these grenades don't work at all, you know? And so... Sean's like, fuck, dude. Well, you should go get it. I was like, I'm not going to get a grenade, dude. Like, what if it blows up? <laughs> you know? And he's like, it didn't blow up yet. Like, you already pulled the pin. Like, it's not going to blow up now. And I was like, I can't do it, Sean. And I was like, okay, why don't we do this? You take your grenade and you throw it in my grenade and your grenade will blow up and this blowing mine up. And then we get double the explosion. <laughs> and Sean's like, mm, I think I'm going to save my grenade. I don't think I want to waste it on your grenade. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> like you just you just failed the friendship test bro i was like we've been through everything sean we've done it all bro and this is where you're gonna fucking draw the line is you're not gonna waste your grenade you piece of shit like you're not gonna throw it at mine so it'll blow up you know so he's like yeah man like i don't like i'm not gonna waste i was like yours it's gonna do the same goddamn thing it's just twice as much you know like you're not losing anything sean like just don't miss and it'll fucking blow them both up He's like, I'm going to save mine until tomorrow. And I was like, whatever, fucking asshole. So anyway, so, you know, Sean goes home, dude, listen to Eminem and fucking hate his whole family. So I, so I'm just at my house, dude, just doing whatever the fuck I want. And, um, the next day I go by and I'm like, man, my grenade didn't blow up. Like there's nothing on fire. Like there's no char burns or like a crater of any kind. So it didn't blow up. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go get it. So I go there and I pick it up and then you know, I realize like, it's not a real grenade. Obviously I'm like, Oh, there's a hole. Like, what the fuck dude? And so like I told Sean, I was like, Hey man, our grenades aren't real. And he's like, well, I'm glad I didn't waste mine. I was like, it's already wasted. Sean, it does. It never worked. Like you'd never wasted it. We would have just picked it up like a fucking basketball, you know, like it does like you never were going to waste it, but he was just pretty high strung on the point that to be a piece of shit and not help me with my grenade. Later we tried to use road flares. We thought road flares were dynamite. And that did ignite, but did not blow up. And we did throw it in the field and fucking run away. So I, it didn't burn anything down. I don't think so. But I made Sean throw his first. 
and did it like what happened? It fucking was a road flare, dude. It was like as hot phosphorus that looked like the sun at night. And we threw it and we waited for it to blow up for like 35 minutes because it's a flare. <laughs> like it doesn't blow up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is a fucking terrible, gir- like this dynamite sucks. You know, <laughs> I was like, this is awful. So you, and Sean's you were, like, are you? So you're a kid. And you thought you just walk in a, a fucking supermarket, buy a fucking explosive device, uh, go to a field, chuck it out there, nothing happens. Obviously, the second one's got to work. Throw that at the first one, nothing happens. And then, and so what did you, were you like, fuck this, let's get our money back. These fucking explosive devices didn't blow shit up. <laughs> you know, like. Hey, I don't think these grenades are working. <laughs> like, yeah, like I didn't, I was like scared. We well, because I was. And everything, look. <laughs> yeah, like I thought he was. I thought the guy was just like a shyster, dude. Like, he just sold bad grenades to people. Like, he fucking didn't have a good business plan. He was like, here's a grenade that doesn't work. And I was like, that's like when you buy the SpongeBob ice cream, but it just looks like a fucking zombie when you open it. Like, it doesn't look anything like SpongeBob. That's what I thought that dude was. So, I mean, so we were throwing... on on Yelp in Yelp in the 1980s, like, one star sold me two grenades. Neither of them worked. Oh, this was like... Beyond In the 90s. Because if the grenades worked, we were gonna buy a rocket because he had one out front, and I was like, "How much is that rocket, old man?" And he's like, "It's fucking two hundred dollars." I was like, "Whew, that's a lot. That's a pretty penny for a rocket." But I was like, "If these grenades work out, we're gonna fucking launch a nuclear assault against our own neighborhood." So, like, we had a plan to put it on a skateboard, to like put it on a skateboard, dude, and have like it was like Joe Dirt, pretty much. We're fucking idiots, but yeah. And then Sean, Sean. Got a divorce. His dad moved to Texas, and thus taking Sean. And then, you know, and then I told somebody, "Hey, yeah, if you want to, we can go smoke some cigarettes at the murder house." And the guy's like, "I'm not going to murder house, and I don't smoke cigarettes." And I was like, "I guess I don't have no friends now, dude. Fuck it." Because some other kid moved into. You don't Sh- listen to Eminem either, right? <laughs> yeah, he moved into Sean's house. You don't smoke cigarettes. You don't go to the murder house. You don't throw grenades with me. Yeah, you're yeah, worthless. Like you're worthless, like. Me and me and Sean had a we had a we had a we had a, a fake baseball card racket where we would go to the baseball card store and we would get the Beckett magazine and we would see what people's signatures look like and then I would copy them. Sean would get the Beckett magazine and then he would wrangle the cards. He would find a kid at school that had like a Michael. There's probably like 25 Michael Jordan cards that are worthless now because I fucking wrote Michael Jordan's name on them in a marker. <laughs> and then, so Sean couldn't draw for fuck. But we would go to the murder house. I would sign Michael Jordan's name 12 times in a row. I would practice. And then he would, like, I would practice on a paper. And then he would slide the card underneath the last one. And it would be, like, just like a typewriter, right? And I was like, <laughs> perfect, dude. No one will know the difference, you know? But, uh, yeah, like, I tried to forge signatures in first grade, dude. Like, and tried to get, like, confidently tried to get away with it. And the teacher called my mom was, like, laughing. And my mom was like, wow, he really turned it in? You know, but so I had a long history of forgery and Sean was a good salesman. He was a, yeah, Sean was. And then like, obviously Pokemon cards came along and that fucked shit up because you can't fake a fucking Pikachu signature. Like that's not going to happen. <laughs> so we had to fucking, we had to get a whole ass new game plan. Cause like, you know, trying to find Patrick Ewing signature in the nineties in a fucking Safeway magazine section was hard. You know, there just wasn't a lot of Patrick Ewing signatures. <laughs> I think it's, I think with these stories, it's real fitting. I mean, that as us, as kids, this is what we were like, and we just grew up to fucking be tatters, 
You know what I mean? Like, I feel like kids that grew up doing shit like that just naturally are born to be fucking tap monsters. Just start zapping fucking upside down fucking globes, not globes for me in white, single needle. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it was fun. Going going to the tat shop was, I totally, I, I totally fit in, dude. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, that's how, I, you know, try to, and then because after Sean moved, that's when I started hanging out with different groups of people. And, like, those kids got out of jail and were, like, tattooed on the porch. And that's, like, what I started doing because the kid that moved into Sean's house, his name was Dylan, and he didn't do any tight shit. So I hung out with new people. Right. Fuck Dylan. Well, I think uh, I think we're uh, coming close to the end here. I mean, you heard you heard about us. We got a cinder block murderer. We got a grenade chucker. And we got a fucking Alabama wild man fucking owl catcher. So, uh... I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I think we're going to call that quits. If you guys have any ideas of stuff you want to hear, uh, if you have stories that you want to tell us, go ahead and shoot us an email with your story or suggestions to tatparty69 at gmail.com. And uh, we'll read some of those on our next, uh, our next show. So if you got anything, shoot an email over, and we'd love to hear from you. I want to say thanks to Chris for being a fucking sound wizard. And walking me and Randy through all this shit because we don't know what we're doing. I want to thank you, Randy, oh. for not uh, not using a typewriter through this episode and taking a break from your unbelievably busy life to, uh, to <laughs> film this with us. And me, I'm going to go fucking forge, forge me some fucking drive-through because I'm fucking a little stony and I wouldn't mind me a burger right now. So I think I'm going to go do that. But uh, I want to thank all you guys for listening and I'll let you two uh, say your piece. Uh, that's bro Cephas and I'm out. Send us some stuff. If you want to hear us talk about some shit, dude, cause I could fucking pretty much dry snitch on myself all the time from I was shit I was doing as a kid, but it'd be tighter to hear, you know, some other better stuff. So send an email or let us know or fucking whatever. Yeah, tell us what you did when you were kids. Like tell us some, some fucked up shit. And I want to, I want to see if we're all in the same boat here as far as, uh, dumb shit we did as kids to occupy ourselves and now all we do is dumb shit all day to occupy ourselves yes sir so that's it well i appreciate anybody listening to it thanks for sticking around yeah, thanks for, the whole for listening thing. thanks for listening you know like like and subscribe and all that shit um we're on itunes now so that's pretty cool fuck yeah hop on that itunes baby and fucking have yourself a little taste of some tap party don't forget crack yourself open a cream can fucking cold boy smoke them if you got them Eat you some of them mushrooms. And don't forget, guys, we don't fucking call it blowjob anymore. That's lame. That's back in the day shit. We call them Smokies now. All right? So you go out and get yourself a Smoky tonight. And don't forget about your boy. Love, peace, and chicken grease. And y'all have yourself a wonderful evening. Bye. <laughs>